everyone, and welcome to another especially special episode of Kids Story Room. Today's story is one I've been working on for quite some time. It was once a theatre show, and I've been squirrelling away at evolving the story into an audio presentation. This project is supported by the Department of Premier and Cabinet through Arts South Australia, for which we are very grateful. And I would also like to acknowledge that this project has been created on the lands of the Ghana people, who are the first storytellers of this country, and I recognise and respect their continuing connection to land, waters and culture. I really hope you love this silly, fun adventure. It's very close to my heart, and it's about a little ghostling called Brogan. And she really isn't at all scary, even though she does try very hard. Enjoy. The Brogan of the Glump, a story about a lonely ghostling by Anna Steen. Now, upon the hour of midnight, in a place of mud and stone, lives a gleaming little ghostling who is very much alone. In the daytime you can't see her, she burrows down and sleeps. But in the middle of the night, up she comes to creep. She loves her funny home. It's a place she calls the Glump. It used to be a graveyard, now it's just a dump. The bulldozers drove in and knocked the gravestones to the ground. All the ghosts that lived there didn't want to hang around. So off they went together to look for somewhere new. But one little ghost was left behind. She didn't want to move. Brogan is our ghostling's name, and here she lives alone. The glump she is quite fond of, this place of mud and stone. Now, as the clock strikes twelve, and the moon comes out to play, the time has come for Brogan to begin a brand new day. the first stroke of twelve, the owl's hooting low. There's a whisper of breeze beneath the moon's glow. As the second chime rings, there's a shuffling sound. A belch and a giggle bubble up from the ground. Hello, chimey clock goes. Oh, my goodliness, it's morning, Brogan shouts out through a mouthful of yawning. On stroke four, she is spittering and ungurgling her throat. It sounds like she's grumbling on a very low note. On five, there's her hand reaching out round a stone. Her long, lanky fingers feel cold and she moans. It is a bit chilly out here. Yes, cold is this place. My fingers are frozen. 
and so is my face. Here comes trembling the other long hand. A squeaky voice hollers. I'm all covered in sand. Oh, I love to be a brog. Look, 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 look. Yes, I love to be a brog. Look, 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 Mmm, I love to be a brog. Look, 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 I love to be a brog. Look, 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 look. Stroke nine and her arms there. Ah. All covered in dirt. It's lucky, I think, that I do not wear shirts. Stroke ten and the owl hoots, just to make sure that Broggan's awake and not asleep anymore. Yes, I hear you, owl I'm here, can't you see? I'll just get my foot out and then I'll be free. On the last stroke of midnight, there's a whoomph and a thump. Ugh. Broggan lands in the mud on her head with a bump. Oh, I love to be a brog. Look, look, look. Oh, I love to be a brog. Look, look, look. Yes, I love to be a brog. Look, 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 look. Ha! I love to be a broggin! Broggan breaks the night silence with a headstanding wriggle, a snize, a yoggin, a burrup, and a gliggle. Into the darkness around her, she has a quick peek. Seeing no one about, she starts loudly to speak. Scruffaging in the midnight magic till sunrise, I'm free. To go harumphing and a fear dumping in my lonely ghostly glee. I'll be a dancing and a glumpling spooking before the night is through. I'll go all wobbly body and roar a lot in the dark and loomy blue. And I'll try awfully hard to a fear a thing, cause I'm the Broggan of the Glump. At this, Broggan does a funny flippy dance. She kicks up her heels and starts to prance. She turns a full circle, she stands on her head, and when she comes up, her face is bright red. Broggan finds a small puddle to splish-splash about in. Now she's all soaking wet and can be heard shouting. My mother is the balloony plump. She left with Rundy Bloon Galoot and I'll remember it. A great bulldozer came along and muddled up the earth. The grieve stones, they all crumbled away into the dirt. And all the tubbly flubbly ghostlings and the mini squeaky ghostlings and the cranky spanky ghostlings and the stuffy fluffy ghostlings and my mum, the bloony plump, went off 
far, far away to find another place. Except for me, I decided to stay to see if I could a fear a thing. And now I am left to play in mud puddles of shivery, shimmery, slivery shadows. Oh, I do miss my lovely mum. She's a goodly ghostling with a cuddly lot of tum. Now I'm all alone in this dark and gloomy glump and all this gotten gloom is mine in which to slump. Brogan sighs a sighing sigh Aww. and climbs up on her favourite stern. She wipes away a sparkly <laughs> tear and moans a little groan. She peers about into the night. It's deep and midnight black. She feels a twitch of excitement. It's time to have a crack. Brigrugret, I'll not be saddened. My mum will come back soon. So while she's gone, I'll have some fun under this misty moon. Now, the night is getting older and a titsy-bitsy colder. But I am getting bolder and it's time to a fear a thing. Brogan thinks her grandest plan is to give a thing a fright and so she starts peering about for something to spook in the night. I wonder if there's any little thing about that might like to be afeared by me. I wouldn't scare it awfully much. Just a little would give me such glee. Perhaps there's a little mousy thing hiding under that bush. I would pick up a leaf and from behind I'd give that mouse a push. Hello? Is there a mousy hiding under here? No. There is no mousy thing here I can fear. Oh, what about a little beetle thing crawling about in the dirt? I could blow the air around him. I don't think it would hurt. I can't see any crawling, neither here nor there. If I can't find anything, then there's nothing I can scare. Maybe a ratty-tatty-batty thing will fly across the sky. Then I could call out loudly to see if it is shy. It would be such a good lot of fun to give a thing a scaring. Especially as I am a ghost and I'm supposed to be quite daring. I think I'll sing a little song for any who care to hear. I'll sing to all the creatures who might be hiding near. Oh, I'm looking for a thing I can fear. A little creature that is near to hear. So if anything's about, just give a little shout and I'll come and go boo right in your ear. Oh, I'm looking for a thing I can fear. A fear, a fear, a fear. As Brogan is singing... There's a rustling in the trees. A beaky orange nose pokes out amongst the silvery leaves. Above the nose are big round eyes of glittery, glimmering green. There's a head of grassy hair 
with some tracks where bugs have been. A funny-looking creature is creeping into the glump. The kind of messy animal you just might find in a dump. Its feet are made of skateboard wheels. Its legs of broomsticks too. Its waist an old red bucket filled to the brim with goo. It has plastic arms with flower hands and a neck made out of piping. It sounds like an alarming thing, but it isn't very frightening. This creature is a glumpling. It lives around the glump. It likes to wear the rubbish that it finds about the dump. There are many glumplings in the dump, of all colours, shapes and sizes. They're very good at hide and seek and wearing strange disguises. The glumplings think that Broggan's cute. They do not find her scary. Though cos she's loud and jumps about, they're just a little wary. Hello there, Broggan. How do you do? You can see me and I can see you. Broggan stops her singing and looks down at the ground. She sees a pile of rubbish tottering around. Aha! Hello there, Glumpling. How do you do? I can't see me and you can't see you. Have you come out here this beautiful night to let me have a try at giving you a fright? I heard you singing a song of a feeling. I thought I'd pop into your magical clearing. I'll give you free try at making me shiver. You win if you see, or my worries are quiver. So Broggan, excited and twitching with glee, tiptoes away to the nearest tall tree. She crouches behind it. She thinks very fast. She sticks out her head and gives it a blast. Do you see this great head that sits on my shoulders with a mouth like a cave and eyes like big boulders? The glumpling turns round to watch Broggan trying. <laughs> it's laughing so hard it almost you starts crying. Broggan. Yes, Broggan, I see you, but you're not all that scary. You look like a friendly wood nymph or fairy. So Broggan attempts another brave shot. She climbs up the tree and stands on the top. Do you see how big I am? Like a giant monster man. If you look up really high, you will see me in the sky. Broggan waves her arms and wobbles her knees. She calls to a glumpling. Did I fear you, please? The glumpling thinks that Broggan is smart to stand on the top of a tree in the dark. I think you look grand. But I don't think you're scary. Perhaps if you were, just a little more hairy. So for Broggan's last try, she leaps to the ground. She rolls in the dirt till she looks like a mound. Now I am a pile of dirt. If you did walk across me, I'd shake and tremble like a quake. And then you would fall off deep. 
The glumpling laughs most heartily, <laughs> then comes tottering over. It sweeps the earth off Broggan's back whilst nibbling on some clover. Oh, Broggan, I'm afraid that you did not fear me. Now you've had three tries this night. I'm feeling rather weary. I'll go and find my glumpling friends and leave you to your scruffaging. For I have rubbish over there through which I'm going rummaging. And so the glumpling totters off and leaves Broggan all alone. She picks herself up off the ground and has a grimy moan. Oh, I tried awfully hard to fear it. It really isn't fair. Why am I here at all, I ask, if there's nothing I can scare? I'm going to sing a little song to keep the sads away. First, I need a little tune, and then I'll warble it away. Broggan picks up a broken guitar that's lying in the mud. It has two strings, and that's enough for Broggan's clank and thud. It's a silly old thing when you cannot really sing And you haven't got a wing to fly away on Just a big sludgy pit filled with lots of runny grit And no comfy place to sit or much to play on Though I wouldn't want to go back underground, oh golly no Where the day is awfully slow and the night just keeps on creeping on I would just rather be up all the time you see And make frolicking with glee my occupation Oh, it's a frivolous occupation A frivolous occupation Frivolous occupation Oh, I love to be a brog-a-log-a-log-a-log Oh, I love to be a brog-a-log-a-log-a-log Yes, I love to be <gasps> Broggan suddenly stops singing and stands as still as a log Her eyes grow wide as windows and she jumps in the air like a frog Oh, I've just had a thunk I think I am really clever It is a bright idea I've had that no one's thought of ever. I'm going to try to scare myself to see if I can be scary. Oh, dearest of me's, it is so sad that I am not more hairy. First, I'll need to think of something that is shivery, that when you come across it, makes you go all quivery. Broggan runs around her glump, flopping herself about. She tries to be an eagle, a fish and a worm, but it's just not working out. She even tries to hide from herself and counts all the way to 50. But when she takes her hands away, she hasn't even shifted. Oh, it's awfully hard, I do believe, terribly hard to be frightening. I'm going to sing another song 
about thunderbolts and lightning. If I was a tiger, I would roar, roar. As a snake, I would slither across the floor. If I was a giant, I'd break down the door. Boom, boom. But I'm just the one and lonely Brogan. As a shark, I'd bear my big white teeth. As a dragon, I'd blow fire on my breath. If I was a spider, I'd dangle from a leaf. And then I'd drop on your head. But I'm not a wolf that howls. I'm not a bear that growls. I'm not even a cat that meows. I'm a brogan. Yes, I'm a brogan. A lonely brogan. A little brogalog, a deboggle bog de brogan. And I wish that I was frightening, like a sudden bolt of lightning that makes you jump when you see it in the nighttime. Oh yeah, I wish I was a looming, like the thunder that goes booming and makes you run for cover from the storm. But I'm just not very scary, I'm not even all that hairy, so I can't really pretend to be a monster. I'm just a brogan, a lonely brogan, a little brogalog, de boggle de brogan. Yes, I'm a brogan, a lonely brogan, a little brogalog, de boggle de brogan. Having sung her silly song, Brogan does some breathing deep. She thinks she'll just have one more try at giving herself the creeps. She thinks so hard of the scariest things that she gives herself a stitch until she remembers that the scariest thing for her, it is a witch. Brogan rummages around in the rubbish pile till she finds a pointy hat. She finds a broken broomstick too. Now all she needs is a cat. <laughs> oh, I wish there was a cat about to help me fly this zoom stick. For I'm not sure which way you go or even how to work it. Brogan climbs upon her broom. It is backwards and upside down. She cannot make it move an inch. So she climbs off with a frown. Now. It is awfullingly hard to be a witch. I don't think I'm a good one. I need someone to show me how. Otherwise, it's no fun. <gasps> why, oh, why, oh, why, oh, why, oh, why am I here in this glump, in a dump, in a grump, trying to ah, fear things? <gasps> Why, oh why, oh why, oh why, oh why? Is it me that is here on my own, in my home, trying to be scary? Because he was, he was, he was, he was. I'm a ghost and I'm supposed to be good at 
of fearing. Barty hutty hearty hutty heart. I am not, so I'll stop and just flop on the ground here. And I, 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 I will sit for a bit in the dark, in this glump, in a grump, in a hump, and wait till the morning comes. Just as Brogan's singing stops, there is a moment of hush. And then an enormous noise breaks the silence in a great rush. Eek! Whoa! That wasn't me, that howl out in the night. Something else is out there. And it's given me the fright. Brogan is quite cross to find out that she is shivering. How dare another creature come and give her the fearful quivering? I wonder what is out there to make my hair stand all on end. Oh my, just imagine if what's out there might be a, a friend. Perhaps I'll gather courage to have a little peek. Maybe the howling creature likes playing hide and seek. First, I'll need some bravery before I meet this thing. I'll do a little courage dance to give myself some zing. Brogan dances her courage dance, which is rather fun to watch. She does three cartwheels with no hands and plays some quick hopscotch. The creature that had howled before sits watching behind a tree. When he sees Brogan dancing, he can't help but bark with glee. A shaggy dog with golden hair lollops out from where he's hiding. Brogan stops her courage dance and finds that she is smiling. Oh, doggy dog! Hello, old thing! Oh, you are the one who was howling. It gave me quite a fright before when I could hear you prowling. The dog he bounds right over to join in Brogan's game. He jumps up high and licks her Shaking his shaggy mane. Oh, doggy dog, you kissed me right upon my nose. This means you must love me from my head down to my toes. I can love you too, doggy dog. Come here, you fluffy thing. I will cuddle you so tight your ears will start to ring. Brogan is excited and wraps him in a cuddle. Her arms are tight around him and he begins to struggle. He doesn't like being hugged so tight. It makes him feel quite queasy. But Brogan doesn't realise this and thinks he's being teasy. She squashes him even tighter and he starts to feel very scared. He begins to shiver in fear and all his teeth are bared. Brogan feels his fur a quiver and realises he is shaking. She lets him go and stares at him he really is a quaking. 
Doggy dog? Are you scared of me? Have I given you a fright? Oh, if I have, that's wonderful. I've done my job this night. The dog, he is truly afeard. He runs from tree to tree, looking for a place to hide, to rest his shaking knees. He finds a spot behind a bush, and there he hides a crouching. He lays down low and doesn't move, listening to Brogan shouting. I've done it! I've afeared a thing! I didn't even have to try! All of a sudden, that doggy dog just up and began to cry. I really am a scary ghostling, and tonight I've proved it true. I'm going to sing a song about how I'm the best at boo. Oh, I'm a frightful brogan. I'm terrifying and cross. And I'll let all the little creatures know that I'm the scary boss. Yes, I'm a frightful brogan. I'm the scariest you'll ever meet. When you see me coming towards you, you tremble from your head to your feet. Cause I scared a dog, a great big fluffy dog. He was running here, he was running there. And on end stood all his hair. Yes, I'm a frightful brogan. I'll make you shiver in the night. All you have to do is look at me and you get the biggest fright. Yes, I'm a frightful brogan, the most full of fright in the land, cause that big old dog was scared of me. When I grabbed him by the hand. Suddenly, brogan stops. She's starting to feel sad. She thinks about the beautiful dog and the fun they could have had. Oh, he was a beautiful big doggy, but I scared him right away. I didn't even mean to. I only wanted to play. He wanted to be my friend. I think he quite liked me. And there I went and scared him off by hugging him too tightly. Maybe if I call him back and say I'm very sorry for being so terribly perhaps he wouldn't worry. I would so love to have a friend. It would be most delightful. We could make each other laugh and I'd try not to be frightful. So Brogan takes a big deep breath, puffing her chest out wide. She yells into the bushes where the dog had run to hide. Doggy, 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 dog. A doggy, 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 dog. Doggy, dog. Doggy, 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 dog. Doggy, 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 dog. Oh, doggy, dog, if you're still about. I'm sorry I was so looming. If you would like to come and play with me, I I, I would help you with your grooming. I'm just a lonely brogan, see? 
I've never scared a thing before. And if you come back and play with me, I won't be scary anymore. Broggan starts up dancing. She leaps up high in the air. She does a somersault, then a flip, and shakes her shimmery hair. The dog, who has been watching, smiles a big doggy grin. He bounds out from behind his bush and goofily joins in. He stands up on his hind legs and holds his front paws high. Broggan takes them gently and the dog goes whizzing by. Round and round the glump they go, leaping, twisting, twirling, till they fall into a heap and Broggan's head is whirling. Oh, dearest of me, I'm quite tired out. You're really quite a mover. I'm glad you're not scared of me, dog, because you're the coolest groover. It's awfully fun to play with you here in my gloomy glump. You make the night less lonely in this old deserted dump. How about we sing a song to welcome in the morning? From looking at the moonio, the sun will soon be dawning. The dog, he nods happily and lifts his golden muzzle. He howls into the morning air and sits down in a puddle. Broggan squats beside him and strokes his muddy hair. Broggan and the doggy dog, they do make quite a pair. Ah, oh, moony, oony, oony, oh. A dancing in the glump we go. Broggan me and this doggy here. A happy grin from ear to ear. Oh, oh moony, oony, oony, Tonight I found a friend, you know. I used to try and make things turn and run. But from now on, I'm going to have fun. Oh. a great howl. You made that song sound grand. I think you are the bestest dog in all this glumpy land. Just then Broggan turns her head and looks to the eastern skies. She can feel a tickly breeze in the air. The sun is about to rise. She jumps up from the ground and runs over to a tree. 
She climbs up through the branches to see what she can see. Sure enough, in the east, the sun has begun to rise. Brogan has to get to bed, or the light will hurt her eyes. Down the tree she climbs and runs to a rubbish mound. She pulls out some giant sunglasses, which she puts on and peers around. She does look very funny, and the dog, he laughs a lot. Brogan joins in with him, and soon they cannot stop. They laugh and laugh together, till they can laugh no more. They feel like their sides are splitting, and their tummies are so sore. The Brogan hears the rooster, crowing for the morning. She sees the sky a-glinting, and quickly takes the warning. Doggy dog, I have to go. The sun's about to rise. This is the time of day when I go Betty buys. I'll be back again at midnight. If you'd like to hang around, we could dance some more together and laugh and leap and bound. The dog, he wags his waggly tail and gives Brogan's arm and nuzzle. She scratches his ears and strokes his head and kisses his snotty muzzle. Oh, I think it's nice to have a friend to play with around and about the place. I like you a lot, doggy dog. You have a lovely, friendly face. And as the rooster crows again, Brogan slips yawningly away. She tucks down into her sleeping place for the start of another day. For very tired is our Brogan now. She's had a rather big night. She feared a thing, then found a friend. And now all has turned out right. The dog, he lollops over and curls up on the ground. On his face, the sleepy smile tells of the friend he found. Now both Brogan and Dog are sleeping. Their snores ring round the glump. But if you were walking by, all you'd see would be a dump. But if you look a little closer now, there's two things you might see. A little gravestone in the sludge beside a dog that snores with glee. And if you look even closer now, you'd spy air bubbles brown and muddy where Brogan sleeps the day away beside her loyal buddy. Now if you listen with all your might, you could hear Brogan's song, for her snores make out a melody. If you know it, sing along. Oh, I love to be a brog. Oh, I love to be a brog. Oh, I love to be a brog.
Thanks for listening to The Broggan of the Glump. Our narrator and doggy dog was Chris Pittman. The Glumpling was played by Gwyneth Warhurst and Broggan by me. We will catch you next story time. Be safe, everyone. Bye for now. Bye.